Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our study of the book of Esther. We're in chapter 2, looking at verses 5 through 7 in the God's Word translation. In the first few verses, we learn that King Xerxes is over his rage, and he remembers and misses Vashti. But he also remembers what he's done, which is to sign a divorce, and what she had done that caused this to take place. So his staff, to please him, suggested that he search for an attractive young virgin as his new queen. So he appointed scouts to go throughout his provinces. So remember, he has 126 or 127, can't remember right now. But all of they were to go throughout the kingdom searching. So let's listen to God's word. In the fortress of Susa, there was a Jew from the tribe of Benjamin named Mordecai. He was the son of Jair, the grandson of Shimei, and the great-grandson of Kish. Kish had been taken captive from Jerusalem, together with the others who had gone into exile, along with Judah's king, Jehoiakim, whom King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had carried away. Mordecai had raised Hadassah, also known as Esther, his uncle's daughter, because she was an orphan. The young woman had a beautiful figure and was very attractive. When her father and mother died, Mordecai adopted her as his own daughter. Again, this is Esther chapter 2, verses 5 through 7 in the God's Word translation. I'll be back with insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, it's Esther chapter 2, verses 5 through 7 in the God's Word translation. And in this section, it talks about Esther and her family. And just to remind you, the reason why we're at this point, the king, of course, at the beginning of the chapter, he remembers uh, Vashti. And then he remembers his decree to divorce her. So he's remembering what he's done. He's remembering what Vashti did in not uh, coming to, not following his command, basically. So to satisfy him, his personal staff says, search for attractive young virgins. And that's where this section comes in. So it's giving you a little history of Esther. Um, let's see, he wanted um, to bring, they were going to create, uh, well, bring them into a harem for the king. And uh, Josephus, the Jewish historian, said Xerxes had a total of 400 women selected. And that's a lot of, of ladies. 
And again, you can't help but think about Cinderella, where the, the prince had to find a bride. And all of these uh, eligible unmarried women came, well, young women came to this ball. So you can just imagine uh, the king with this edict and all of these, all, uh, this, all of his, um, that all the, the councils that he sent to uh, give these, um, the announcement and the excitement possibly of being the uh, possible next queen. But let's listen to what the commentaries had to say. Jew was a common term for the Hebrew people after the exiles to Assyria and Babylon. And the, narr the narrative emphasizes Mordecai's ethnicity to focus on the racial tension of the story and the prejudices at work. Mordecai is a Babylonian name. His Hebrew name is never given. And the narrative emphasizes Mordecai being a member of the uh, Israelite tribe of Benjamin because his later foe, Haman, could represent an ancient foe of the Benjamites dating back to the time of Saul. And Haman is going to hate uh, Mordecai enough to want to uh, annihilate an entire race of people. But let me continue to read. Jehoiakim, uh, Jehoiachin, however you pronounce it, uh, depends on like me. I grew up in Louisiana, so <laughs> I pronounce every syllable. But anyway, he reigned only three months uh, in three, 596 B.C. And uh, it was following his reign that the first Babylonian deportation occurred. And Nebuchadnezzar reigned from 605 to 562 B.C. So there, um, again, this is a little history that the commentaries are sharing because the, you know, this section does talk about these two kings. Esther's, um, her Jewish name is Hadassah, which means myrtle. And her Persian name is Esther, and it means star. She's raised by her cousin Mordecai since because of the death of her father and mother. And the Jews in exile received um, foreign names. And these names are often used in addition to their Hebrew names. And I'm thinking about Daniel and his friends. Esther and Mordecai are technically first cousins, but Mordecai is going to function as her adopted father. And it gives, tells us later in the chapter that Mordecai's uncle, Abihel, who is an, of unknown origin, but presumably, presumably, also from the tribe of Benjamin is Esther's father. And the scripture also lets us know that she was beautiful. She's beautiful of figure and very attractive. And um, the expression indicates that she is physically attractive in terms of her body, including her face and overall appearance. And as we look at this, we have to look at how God provides even for this young woman who was an orphan, she had a father and her uncle, even though he, her cousin, her cousin fit the role to raise her and he's going to guide her and give her wise instruction 
And we need those kind of people in our lives that will give us wise instructions. And he's also going to be one who's going to challenge her. But um, that'll be later on in the story. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again as we continue to study your word. Continue to bless it and sanctify it and open our minds to understand the pictures, the uh, wisdom in your scriptures. And Father, we thank you as we even uh, look at this section of the book of Esther to know that she had someone who looked out for her. And we know it's because of you, God, because you keep us under your wings of protection. And she had a cousin who stepped up to the plate to raise her as his own child. And that is a beautiful picture of redemption, that you are always available for us. We're never lost. We're never alone. And we thank you for that, Father. Again, Father, we pray for those who need you in a special way. You know what the needs are. And we're praying and thanking you in advance, thanking you for uh, your, the blood of your son that washes away our sins, thanking you for um, your Holy Spirit, who is our intercessor. And we thank you, Father. Again, we thank you for angel protection as we um, hear stories of people uh, near-death experiences and your angels are there to rescue them or save them or shelter them. We thank you for that, Father, because it's always a picture of your love, your care, and your protection. Pray for those who uh, need you in special way. Can never say that enough because there are the needs of so many. And we're thanking you in advance. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.